0: V O M D phone lines. I'm Tony Thompson. Do you, EVO?
1: Deborah Kasdan is a new author. Her book is called Roll Back the World, a sister's memoir. She is debuting it, and hopefully everybody gets a copy. It's about her life with a sibling that had a serious mental health condition. Hi, Deborah. Hello. Thank Glad you. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm really happy to have you here. My older sister is schizophrenic, so... Um, this kind of hit home for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So tell us your story. What how many kids are in your family? Let's start with that. Uh well,
0: before uh my oldest sister passed, uh we were four four children. So I I do tell the story about the very complex family dynamics mm-hmm. based on family history and and everything that happened to my oldest sister Rachel. Yeah. And so, I know,
1: you know, I don't, I don't like to give away a lot of secrets of the book because I want people to buy it. But it is called Roll Back the World, A Sister's Memoir. Writing a book about your life is difficult.
0: It is. Uh, when Rachel died, she was 69 years old, I just felt I had a mission to tell her story and our family's story. I had been silent about it for so long, I, I just... Needed to get past all that stigma and open up because the cost of keeping silent was just too high.
1: So, tell, we, we, we will give out parts of this to just kind of push people a little bit, but tell everybody about about Rachel. She, I know she loved poetry.
0: She did. She loved yeah. poetry, she loved music, art, uh, reading, and she also loved adventure. She uh, loved, uh, she went to Israel after high school, she loved working on a farm, a kibbutz, and hiking across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she had a lot of spirit.
1: Yeah. And you know what? People people underestimate others who have schizophrenia, whether they are diagnosed or not. They can be very, very normal for long periods of time, but it's the moments when they're not that are scary.
0: It is. It is. And it's, and it's it's so hard to, um, to accept that sometimes that the person has changed because, you know, depending on the course of treatment and medication and the illness itself, there, there can be a lot of change. But I think it's important to, to let your sibling know you love them even though they're not the same person you remember.
1: Yeah, um, so the onset for your sister was around 23, if I recall, from the book? Was it 23? Correct. Yes. Okay. Correct. And so how how did that happen that you figured out this is what was going on?
0: Well, she was bouncing around the country a lot and taking these impulsive trips. And uh, my parent got a call from an employer when she was in San Francisco saying she needed help. She just it became disorganized and was behaving oddly. Then they got. Then she went, came home, went off again to Montreal with a friend, who called my parents and said, C- uh, "Come get Rachel. Something's wrong." Her behavior just uh, deteriorated, and she she wasn't taking care of herself. She was getting herself into rough situations. And. Um,
1: there's there's really nothing you can do to stop that unless they they want help because at that point they 're an adult and how did your family yeah. get her to get help i think that's that's the one part of this that everyone needs help with
0: yeah well this is this is a difficult big problem mm-hmm. they My parents had her committed involuntarily mm-hmm. uh and so she was given very powerful medications that were used this was in the 60s right
1: uh,
0: they don't have such terrible side effects anymore even though some people find them still hard to tolerate or don't want to take them mm-hmm. so so that's very difficult um, now there are methods to um, learn how to, to talk to people there's something called the leap method I, I've heard about where you um, listen very and em- em- Empathetically and very non-judgmentally. Also, I understand that now there are peer support specialists who can be more convincing to people to get help because they've been through it and come out the other side. Right. But for Rachel, it was a big problem. She didn't. She didn't want to. Uh, she didn't want to be institutionalized. She didn't want the medication, and so that's why the story I tell um is, is so difficult because um she 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 only got the help involuntarily
1: right well and sometimes that's what you gotta to do um I love, yeah. I love that you included the Lambert Airport and some landmarks, the people around here <laughs> that, I mean, they, yeah. they will know Forest Park. They will know Lambert Airport. They will know those sorts of things. And as soon as people see that from an area where they are, it, it strikes support. Yeah. And for some reason, they become more interested. It's just the truth. But yeah. when you decided to write Roll Back the World, you knew you were going to put all your guts out there. Oh, I did,
0: but, you know, when I start writing, it's for myself, and then I share it with my workshop writers, and, you know, they don't run out the room screaming, saying, I don't want to hear this, so I kind of dosed myself uh, mm-hmm. putting it out, and even now, speaking with people about it is it's a big challenge, but I said, this is what I set out to do, I didn't speak f- about Rachel for so long, mm-hmm. and um, now it's time to do that.
1: Yeah. And to explain to the people who didn't know what was going on with her, um, they may have been judgmental and it's like, what the heck's going on with her? You know, a lot of those people have answers now too. So it's profoundly moving this book. I mean, it is, it is the story of, of you're just kind of sitting there waiting for the ball to drop half the time. You never know really what's going to happen with people who do have schizophrenia, but the way that it affected your family, I think is a, is a strong story for families who are dealing with all sorts of mental illness.
0: Right. Right. Because there's whatever the issue is, um, everybody, especially when you have four adult siblings and Mm -hmm. and two parents, everybody's going to have their own point of view, uh, their, their own ideas of what's acceptable, what should be done. And that's what happened with us. That's the story I tell. And, my brother had what was then a very uh, radical idea that take her out of the hospital and get her treated elsewhere. And that had a huge impact. So that's why I think if we had started earlier, kept lines of communication open, it, it wouldn't have been so difficult. But we were just starting out on our own lives mm-hmm. um, as young adults in college.
1: Well, and it's exhausting. It really is exhausting yeah. to have a sibling with a disorder like this. My sisters went undiagnosed and untreated her whole life. She's still all over the place and violent. Oh dear. So, I mean, it's oh it's one of those things where she's an adult. She, she'll have to figure it out for herself or she'll get in trouble and she'll get hospitalized. You know, every family yeah. has that one person and... You you just talk about how your family dealt with it in a very honest and open way. So people can read your book and they can feel like the way that they handled it, whether right or wrong, they can relate.
0: Yes, and um, they can see mistakes that were made mm-hmm. uh, and regrets and my survivor's guilt and my work to get over it, get through it. By telling the story and being open about it, yeah,
1: yeah. and remember not all not everybody's family is super close, so my sister and I right. were never close because she was nuts, I mean she just was towards me, she hated me uh, yeah. she was she was that's what we we all just said she's nuts because we didn't understand what was going on in her brain
0: that's interesting
1: how How much older is she is, oh, what's she, the she is five years older than I am. So yeah, Rachel, I was a little kid. I didn't know what was going on.
0: Yeah, Rachel was three and a half years older than me. And so I did admire her. And, you know, she was always giving me advice when I started school, later in high school, what teachers to take, um, what wow. books to read.
1: That would have been but great. Had,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, but, but then she was seven years, no, she was 10 years older than my younger sister, Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's interesting. My younger sister was home when she was, you know, when she got ill. Uh, my brother and I had gone off to college. So, my younger sister was the one who really saw her behavior, her, her difficult behavior, up close. Yeah. And then that, th- those differences made such a, uh, an impact when we had to make decisions because we all had a different view. Of Rachel. Perspective is everything.
1: Perspective Mm -hmm. is everything. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I just just feel like this is a book anyone who is a family member with a mental illness should read. So you can see not only are you not alone, but you don't have to be perfect as long as you kind of have a guide map of, of what you're doing. But the person who is sick may battle you and there can be fractures. Yep. But, yeah, and that's what I find out
0: that it's important to try to keep the lines of communication home, even when there's estrangements, which there were, you know mm-hmm. each of us were estranged from one or, one of us for for some period of time, but we ultimately you know kept the lines of communication open, yeah. um, difficult as it was, and you know and I think that's very important for our, for the three of us who you know who have survived all this, um, even though we're very different lifestyles, different ideas. Uh, we 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 have this history in common, but yet we're we're still together in a way.
1: That's awesome. So you yeah. came up with the title of the book for for a very special reason.
0: Yes, yes, it's it's a line of one of uh, Rachel's poems, one she wrote early on, um, and. It starts, it's it's about walking on the beach, and I like to think it was the Mediterranean from when she was in Israel, mm-hmm. and a moonlit beach. And the last stanza starts, Roll back the world, for so I have been free, with a crab and the sea and my shadow on the moonlit beach. And to me that expresses so much of her life and her dreams and her hopes.
1: That's just a beautiful line. It's absolutely beautiful. As a sister in your memoir, does your family agree with your your perception of what went on?
0: Uh, mostly, uh, my mother passed away. She she okay. had it, she had some different feelings about it. There were there were differences, and even still. Uh, my sister and I have the same perception, and she helped. My brother may have a slightly different one, Yeah. but we live with them. We we, we accept each other's differences.
1: Yeah, everybody um, sees things differently, and, and that's the hard part about writing about your life because your family's your family members say it didn't happen like that, but, but it did in your perspective. So that's what I'm trying to get it, to. Everybody has to read this with an open mind.
0: Correct, right. Perspective, right. as you said, is everything. It's everything. One
1: of you. Yep. 35 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. of writing about business and technology, and then she said, guess what? I'm going to put my whole life out there on a platter for everybody to judge me. <laughs> so much fun, isn't it, Deborah? Oh, yeah. It's a challenge. But, hey, you know, you got one life. Yeah. You might as well go for it. Where is yeah. it available, yeah. your, your awesome book?
0: Oh, uh, You can order it online um, uh, at any of the online retailers or go into a bookstore, order it there. Uh, I have a website, deboracastan.com, with links to places you can order it. So um, I I hope you read it and, and find it helpful and illuminating
1: and inspiring. You will. They will. And I'm recommending this to everybody, but especially if you have someone in your family who is... Um, whether it's schizophrenic or if it's any other sort of mental disorder. We've got a paranoid mm-hmm. schizophrenic in our family right now who is being treated with drugs. Um, it's it's not an uncommon thing, but it is often undiagnosed. So if you see the need, try to help if you can. The behavior says it all. Deborah Kasdan is a new author of an actual memoir called Roll Back the World, a Sister's Memoir. Thank you, Deborah, for your candidness and and for coming on the air. Thank you,
0: Dawn. You're welcome. I enjoyed speaking with you. You too.